We are starting episode number 8 of Down the Rabbit Hole. A new trip. Carl, how are you today? Uh, I'm very well, Rafa. I managed to get here through the uh, snow. Oh, yes. Lots of snow. First snow of the year. Uh-huh. Who knows whether there'll be any more. Well, it's supposed to be like this all week. And we're going to be covered in snow. <laughs> this is the first snow I've seen in probably, I don't know, maybe five years, I think. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, other than the little uh-huh. bit of snow we have. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, here can be a lot of it. <laughs> yes. I have yet to see it, but... Yes, and well, we want to thank everybody that has been listening to our episodes mm. and to remind you to, you know, subscribe so you can get uh, updated whenever we release a new episode every Tuesday. You will get it straight into your mobile device or, you know, an Apple computer. You can use a iPod yeah. uh, application, the default one or another one. Make it a New Year's resolution. Uh-huh, yes. And when you have the time, leave us a review, a rating. Just interact with us simply in our website. Send us voicemail. Or, I don't know, what else? Facebook. We have leave us a message in Facebook. Yeah, just get in touch. Yeah, get in touch. We would like, we would really, really appreciate that. Yeah. And today we have the first part of our binary podcast. And it's called The Magic Molecule. Hmm. The DNA. We're going to talk about DNA. We are. And of course, this is the the crazy section, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're covering um, kind of the sci-fi, the movies, yes, the books, the conspiracy theories and the conspiracy. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe we should start, uh, you can tell us about uh, this uh, thing of preservation. Yeah. How, how much, why are we talking about this? Because, especially this uh, special property, the preservation. The preservation, yeah. Well, it's interesting. We've we've probably all seen Jurassic Park, right? Oh, yes. That's, I think, the mm. most typical movie. It's the most oh, popular. No, popular, It yeah. popularized this idea of uh-huh. maybe we can resurrect dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And, and obviously, we would like to see that. Obviously, uh, I would pay for that, right? That would be yeah. I of would course. pay to see that. Um, but um, probably a lot of people know that. Obviously, it hasn't been done, uh-huh. and the big problem is to do with how long DNA retains its information, its integrity, because of course the DNA is the blueprint for whatever it is you're trying to build. So if you want to build a Tyrannosaurus Rex, you need a Tyrannosaurus Rex DNA. Yes. The problem with DNA is that it erodes in the presence of water. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not exactly water-soluble, but there's a chemical reaction that takes place. And there is a limit on how long it lasts, and that limit... In normal conditions, conditions is between a thousand and a hundred thousand years. So after that, the information is either completely destroyed or it is so corrupted, corrupted you couldn't make a paper bag out of it. Never mind a Tyrannosaurus Rex. But think about it: one thousand years yeah. 
the information is preserved. Or even 100,000. Or 100,000 years. Yeah. So could you imagine, for example, some DNA in space <laughs> traveling in a comet or an asteroid How long to another planet? Yes. Seeding life and seeding life, right? That's yeah. one of the. But really, you 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 are trespassing on episode two here. Because <laughs> that, that that is that is called panspermia. It's called. That, yes, but it's also this kind of thing has been uh, managed in movies. Of course, you're right. They, like uh, invasion one, of the body snatchers, right? Or, or this one from Mars that. Uh, uh, there's Mission to Mars. I think the movie is called Mission to Mars, where uh, they are the they discover like a huge pyramid in the Sidonia face. I think one of the sides or oh they they they, they, they the open mountain with the, face the mountain on the top. yeah oh, they yeah. open the thing and they saw that and we are Martians. projection yeah. that yes very nice movie love yeah. that movie actually yeah. and of course there is have you seen the astronaut's wife mm. that is not a direct reference that, that is a movie. Oh, I have seen that uh, little of the TV series, but right. it has nothing to do, I suppose. The original movie, The Astronaut's Wife, is again about something happens on the space shuttle uh -huh. in orbit, and obviously in the vein of all these movies, things get very interesting. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. But yeah. We're, we're straying somewhat yeah. from the... Just to kind of finish on the preservation thing, we were talking about... Uh -huh. um, the fact that uh, DNA degrades in the presence of water, but there are exceptions. So, for example, the most common one that, again, very Jurassic Parky, uh -huh. uh, things preserved in amber. Amber. Because amber is a resin secretion yep. from a tree. And there are many examples of bugs and small creatures being trapped. And because uh -huh. there is no water... Mm -hmm. It's called an anhydrous, meaning without water. Without water. Uh, the DNA lasts a lot longer. And it's interesting because uh, the uh, ember mm. is also used in in the TV series of uh, Fringe. Oh. They developed guns or things that uh, when there's a rift between the two dimensions mm -hmm. to seal it, they use ember. And, and becomes, begun. yes, sealed. And everybody that is in there gets trapped and that's it. They stay there. The amber will do that to a yeah. person. Right? Yeah. Right. Just like timeless, moved in there. And in fact, they were able, like this, to uh, hide somebody and then take it off the amber. Oh. And intact right. still, you know. Right. Kind of bring them back, is it? Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Something like... Uh, Animated, you know, yeah, suspension. Suspend, suspended animation, yeah, something uh -huh. like that. That's uh -huh. interesting. Yeah. Well, again, that all kind of chimes in with the Jurassic Park thing. Exactly. The, the thing that always confused me about Jurassic Park was obviously there are no dinosaurs pre pre uh, preserved in amber, that would be a very big tree indeed. Um, and I, I could never quite join the dots on Jurassic Park, but... <laughs> Nevertheless, it used that concept of preservation in amber and so on and so forth. So, so yeah, we we come from that background of that DNA does decay very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, you know what what have we lost in the last hundred thousand years that we could possibly recover? There's the dodo. 
Yeah, of course. So, uh-huh. and, in, and in fact, there are a couple of examples of dodo remains in natural history museums around the world. Uh-huh. And and uh, as far as I understand it, there have been attempts to extract DNA from those. But as you can't buy a DNA, uh, a dodo to have as a roast at Christmas, I presume they've not been very <laughs> successful at that. Because, because dodos were like, were like the chicken of... Uh, of uh, the Flintstones cartoon, and they're like huge, yes. huge. You probably, you probably feed a family of fifty on a dodo or something. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, we we don't see any dodo. So clearly that hasn't happened. And then more recently, of course, there have been these mammoths. Ah, of that, course, people that have been dug up in yeah. Siberia, right? And that they were almost intact, yeah, because they were uh, in the permafrost or yeah, in the in that right. part. So in the permafrost. Uh huh. And my understanding there is that they haven't been able to fully recover the DNA. Uh-huh. So, and yet they're... Well, how, how many it, years have passed already, right? I think it, I think they think, what, it's 20,000 years since the last... Um, so, yeah, could have been or could have not. Maybe they got damaged in the cold. Uh-huh. Because when you freeze cells, you get that damage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, we're, we're getting into proper proper science type stuff and we're not doing that today yeah so how about why don't we have a look at a few books yes uh typical books talking about dna or that have that or have that theme yeah. of modification because, because that's another uh, thing that dna is used in movies or in or that some conspiracy theories talks about it's the only use it has is to be modified how to modify humans to have some crazy outcome right yes of course and i think uh, the first one that we we have here in our list is uh, the island of dr moreau exactly hg wells our, uh-huh. our friend from way back he uh, published that book in 1896 and it was a <laughs> it caused quite a stir at the time because he was kind of they almost grabbed a pitch and forks. It was we were almost the torches. At, no, we were almost chasing him out of town type stuff. Yeah, because he was obviously delving into areas of that. You know, in that time, obviously people were very conservative, religiously conservative, yeah. and you know this is messing with God's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what the island of Doctor Moreau was about, an an island where uh, some. Crazy scientist guy was hybridizing species. Yeah, obviously they knew nothing about DNA when this book was written. But and exactly that's interesting. That interesting very part. visionary, right? Mm-hmm. Very visionary. Which after that there have been even movies yeah. based on the book and on the, the topic. And in fact, he no doubt this story was the influence for a lot of later. Yes, um, you know the. Further stories and movies. Mm-hmm. But how about this next one, which um, you tell me you have somewhere, but you've never yeah, read. Yeah, I never read it, actually. I have to admit, it's Brave New World. Mm, that is an astounding uh, book. Okay, what can you tell us about it? Well, written by this English guy, Aldous Huxley, and he, he wrote a number of quite visionary books. Uh, he was a bit of a thinker. Uh, but uh-huh. he, he knew how to write a good story. And um, Brave New World was published in 1932, and 
had an eye to the far future where basically society had been kind of genetically engineered and there were there were people who well shall we say like a ruling permanent ruling class and they were like um genetically perfect in their role and then under that there was like an underclass who did all the work and the whole book is about um describes in very realistic ways the society that formed around these concepts mm-hmm. and the lower classes were brainwashed from birth absolutely <laughs> absolutely amazing for 1932 yes to Im- have this concept images going on in your head from reading what he's writing that you've seen in movies of huge cavernous spaces with thousands of um bodies led on tables being Flashed with images, flashed images the, to educate them in a certain way. We've all seen these movies, right? Coma. Yes, but imagine uh, that this was written in 1932. And it's, it's unbelievable. It is incredible. And and the 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 thrust of the story is that a guy, uh, a character called Bernard Marx, kind of he stands out. He's in the underclass but somehow something's happened to his conditioning mm-hmm. and he wants to break out in some way. And that's, that's what he's the protagonist in the book. And that's, yeah. I would thoroughly recommend that book to anybody. It is, I think in the top 100 uh, most recommended books of fiction in the 20th century in many lists that you can see online. Mm-hmm. So how about this next one? Blood Music, yeah. Greg Bear, 1985. Uh, in, in fact, many of those books I personally never, uh, those last two, I yeah. also didn't read. Yeah. Virgin Mullen has created cellular material that can outperform rats in laborate, laboratory tests. When the authorities rule that he has exceeded his authorization, Virgil loses his job but is determined to take his discovery with him. Yeah, what he does is he takes the equipment he manages to get some of the equipment into his home, uh-huh. and then he manages to convince somebody to give him some more equipment, or he steals uh-huh. it. I can't quite remember. But he ends up effectively transforming... Um, Upgrading. ...himself. And he, he, he becomes like a proto... Rat. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually becomes a proto new human, human like... Um, yeah, like a beyond Homo sapien. Uh-huh. The next step. Next step. That reminds me that what we are going to also talk about after the, the movie is the fly. Yeah, yeah. Similar situation. Similar. Yes. Although the fly was by accident. Yeah, exactly. So obviously this was this guy was deliberately trying to do uh-huh. something, and uh, like today, we all know today that. Um, if you take the U.S., for example, and most countries, there are there is legislation that prevents people going beyond a certain point with uh, experimenting with embryonic material and uh-huh. fetuses and all that stuff. You know, designer babies, uh-huh. all that stuff. Um, and this blood music was is a kind of a a warning about what uh-huh. is possible. 
Well, it's more modern, 1985. Yeah, it's pretty so, modern. Yeah, it's pretty modern. And then we have Saiteen. Yeah, C.J. Sherry, who's a fantastic science fiction writer. Uh, that is from 1988. And um, again, this one is to do with, we're just touching on it now, uh-huh. uh, or specifically cloning. And uh, this is a society, a future society, um, where scientists are actually trying to um, recreate a specific individual that had great value to their society. And they try to recreate it by reproducing all the childhood experiences that this person had for a clone to see what, whether they can reproduce Uh kind of like the brain connections that ended up with this person being the person he was. And uh, it's about what happens when they try to do that. Mm -hmm. That is a very interesting, it's a very interesting book. Um, You can't beat sci-fi books for this, (laughs) for this kind of thinking, right? Well, there's a lot of, uh, now that we're moving to movies, Mm. There's a lot of movies that uh, have been somehow a using lot, the DNA. A lot. Once again, we return to Star Wars. How because could we the avoid army, it? Uh, the Empire Army, mm-hmm. the first the army of the army. Republic, is a clone army. Yeah. They were cloned uh, they, based on the DNA of a Mandalorian uh, I'm, I'm disturbed that you know that, but... <laughs> I'm going to let that go for me. Yes, we'll talk about it more afterwards. Yes, so it's uh, it's so it, common to find it in movies. It's a recurring, and it's theme, interesting really. in one sense because if you could alter yourself, for example, mm. what would you alter? Well, as you, like or get better. Yeah. Well, as you know, I have a face for radio. Uh huh. Right. I wouldn't mind having a face suitable for television, for example. Uh-huh. But, you know, chances of this happening. <laughs> I use all the creams, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not helping. But this is an interesting question for our listeners. Mm, it is. If you could modify your own DNA... Something about yourself. Something, and enhance yourself. Yeah. <laughs> really, You're leaving it wide open. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's leave it open. What would you enhance yeah. in yourself? Yeah. Yeah. What would you change? Yes. Maybe some people would get crazy about changing their eyes of uh, 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 color eye of the eyes, or have reptilian eyes, or mm, who knows with a double membrane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be weird. Uh, weird. <laughs> Wish I hadn't said that. Now. Yeah. There you go. And well, if you if you want to answer, well, yeah, write in the comments, emails, well, you know. And, of course, if you're in China somewhere in a laboratory and you've already done that, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a selfie. (laughs) (laughs) And a before and after. Why not? Yes, because we know that they're controlling nothing over there. (laughs) So, uh, yes, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Uh, So, let's see. Movies. Another Some movies, uh, not in chronological order, but we talked about The Fly. We did talk about the fly. 1986, this scientist uh, that was uh, creating teleportation. And it wasn't Marty McFly, was it? No. No. It was, no, but <laughs> it had to do with flies. So <laughs> he doesn't really fly doesn't at the beginning. Not. No. Maybe in the sequel he flied, I think. Anyway, 
<laughs> there, were, there was a sequel to that. Uh, obviously, bombed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is that in his process of teleporting somebody from these two from these two, these two pods, two points, two pods, yeah. you have to dismantle the DNA of a person, read yeah. it, and then reassemble in the other part. Mm. So when he make a test or he tries going himself into the uh, tube because of other situations, he's forced to yeah. enter, to escape, blah, blah, blah. Uh, All the story of the movie, if you want, you can watch it. You need to watch it. Yeah. Yes, but the, th- the key point is a fly. A fly? Yeah. Got into the pod, uh, yes. right? He just made me turn around and watch yeah, for I, a fly. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was good. I need to... <laughs> And the fly Wash just, my finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fly entered into the tube. Yeah. So the DNA got mixed up. Yeah. And when he ended up in the other side, he looked apparently normal until the DNA of the fly started to also take over. Started to kick in. And it started to kick in and get yeah. uh, uh, this combination between human and fly. Yeah. Uh, he started to get same uh, abilities and uh, like, cravings like and hybrid. weaknesses of He was a fly. hybridizing, wasn't he? Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. So that's uh, uh, one of the yeah. interesting ones. It is one of the interesting ones. And obviously, um, I think it would have been funnier, for example, if he accidentally left a mop and bucket in one of the pods. Mm-hmm. Or, very current, if Donald Trump had been in one of the pods. <laughs> Maybe you will get the hair. Um, that isn't hair, right? I don't know what that is, but that's not hair. That is some kind of, I don't know what that is, very disturbing that, that he's got on top of his head. Or we can uh, combine with piranha. Well, yeah. well, actually, another question for the listeners. If a fly-type pod thing was possible and... What would you possibly choose to merge with? So uh-huh. what might you deliberately put in one of the pods that you would like to, you know, you might want to merge with a, a gazelle or a... And you know what that starts to remind me? All the hieroglyphics in Egypt have human, have animals. Oh, the... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a reason for that, but... I know, but, yeah. you know... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the head of a... So if somebody wants an idea... Like a minotaur type uh thing uh going on. So yeah, so if if you have an idea about what you would like maybe to merge with in a transporter incident, (laughs) then let us know. (laughs) And we'll see if we can arrange it for you. Yeah. (laughs) Because because we have connections. Oh, yes. Don't we? Oh, yeah. In in certain places. Anyway, so that 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 is the fly. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the next one. Piranha, nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, nineteen seventy. Now these movies, I actually got them from a list of the top ten most rated sci fi films that included genetic modification. Okay. And uh, yeah. so we have Piranha, which. You know, it's simply uh, mutant piranhas yeah. <laughs> drop in a summer camp what, and resort like What just, could possibly go wrong? Yeah, there, of right? course. And it was supposed to be uh, an experiment to see 
if they could help the U.S. troops fighting yeah. in the Vietnam War. There was a government involved, yes. right? U.S. government. We like know, many things. We know they're stupid, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Then we have Black Ship from 2006. And I'm probably one of the very few people who actually out there saw it. who I actually have this on DVD. You have it on but DVD. It, but it was oh, actually yeah. in this list. I can't believe it. Uh -huh. And although it gets quite a good write-up, which is about genetically modified sheep and unfortunately they go through a transformation from being the fun-loving vegans that yeah. we know them to be although obviously they are highly organized uh, they become a kind of carnivores and get really quite violent and and when they bite you it turns humans into half man half sheep now Clearly, that has advantages. You never, you're never cold. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've you've got a permanent built-in kind of rug yeah. to keep you warm. <laughs> well, this is something like uh, instead of a uh, wolf moon. Yeah. Well, well in, werewolf. They're called weir sheep. The right? weir sheep, yeah, of course. <laughs> and although it sounds crazy, and it is. Um, On the well-known uh, movie review site Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. it scored 70%. Wow. It, it is worth what it is. Uh -huh. It's a Saturday night. Like a satiric get, uh, get, popcorn movie. Get the popcorn out, get a few beers down here, uh -huh. and then watch it. Yeah, of course. It's a three to four beer movie. Uh -huh. You'll get it after three or four beers. Well, I was reading here. Is a violent, grotesque, and very funny movie that takes B-movie lunacy to a delirious extreme. <laughs> yeah, what more can you ask from a Saturday night movie? Yeah. And the next one. Yeah, have you seen this one? Yes. Yes, so have I. Yeah, yeah which is uh, Splice 2009. Yes. Again, kind of standard stuff. Uh -huh. Two scientists, they happen to be man and wife in this case. Uh -huh. yeah. They do this splice with human and animal DNA to create a new species. Obviously, you got to do that. has lots of commercial value. <laughs> they end up um, getting thrown out of the company, or rather their project yeah. gets cancelled. What's the natural thing you do? Well, obviously, you take it all home with you. And then, of course, it all gets out of hand. Uh, the husband ends up having sex with the hybrid. I didn't see that one coming, I have to say, but uh, uh -huh. not a very good choice of words there, but there you go. And, um, yeah, and it's all about what happens after that. But again, uh, interesting, mm -hmm. interesting movie, I think. Yes. <laughs> and then we have a, <laughs> one that reminds me that Sharknado. Yeah. <laughs> This is the Sharktopus. <laughs> well, I've never seen this movie, but <laughs> just by the title, I'm like, right. <laughs> but there were, it was that popular. They made two sequels. Oh come on, Sharknado has like three or four movies as well. So imagine a tornado of sharks going around New York oh, and shocktopuses. Yeah, yeah. Now this is more complex, right? Shocktopuses. Is obviously <laughs> the U.S. government are involved, obviously, <laughs> wasting those taxpayer dollars. Yes, um, because why not? 
Uh, well, half shark, half octopus. We have all these dollars. We've got to spend them on the yeah. same thing, right? Release the creature in some kind yes. of country, but we are tested with our citizens. That's right. They, they, <laughs> yeah. And the, the thing about sharks is sharks are neat, but they're not very good if you plonk them in the middle of a city. Mm-hmm. What you need is to merge a shark with something. Yeah. And as the title suggests... Oh, my God. ...an yeah. octopus, right? Mm-hmm. So it's half shark, <laughs> half octopus. And guess what happens? It's a government project, so obviously it's going to escape at some point. Of course. Because the one thing governments seem incapable of is shutting a door. <laughs> <laughs> they, it seems it's impossible for them to to hold anything inside anything. So mm-hmm. they can't keep a secret. So off it goes. It wreaks havoc, obviously. Um and there are two sequels, which apparently were equally popular. Uh-huh. So that's the movies. And we have now a, an interesting uh, subject as well, which is about memory. Memory in the DNA. Right. So, and because of this, there is a, well, there are theories that suggest that uh, we can actually look into the DNA memories that's right. So, <laughs> uh, there was, in 1988, this movie called Alter States. Right. Uh, where the main character makes a research uh, that dives uh, deep into the consciousness and genetic roots. That's right. And in the film, he not only uh, relives ancient experiences of his ancestors, he actually changes on the biological level. Yeah. And... Uh, it's very interesting because also based on this DNA, uh, let's say memory, uh, memory to create memory banks and experiences, uh, there is a video game called Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I suppose a lot of people knows about it, yeah. and they use very, this topic very popular. Mm-hmm. Yes, to direct uh, bloodline relatives mm-hmm. tapped into the memories of ancestors uh, to discover events in history and things going on. Uh, right. But it has to be a direct uh, bloodline relative. Right, right. Let's mm. say you cannot uh, tap into your into you know, yeah. uncle that the was wife. just a yeah, <laughs> political uncle. But anyway, <laughs> direct bloodline relatives. And uh, it's also a conspiracy Theory game because there's this company trying to control the world and of manage course. things by the Templars and then the Assassin's Order is fighting the Templars and they encounter themselves in those memories and there are rifts in the memories ah. and they are loaded in the machine where you can go and recall all those experiences wow. and then you go through a history wow. uh, of those characters. Wow. It's a... Uh, it's complex. actually a very complex and good game. Yeah, yeah. The latest one, they already arrived because the game started in the ancient... Um, um, in, in Asia. Oh, I yeah, forgot. in Asia. In, right, in, yeah. uh, in an Arab... I don't remember right now. I forgot. I got a blackout. Somewhere with lots of sand. Yes, lots of sand and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But the new one, uh, and, uh, which is called uh, Syndicate, mm-hmm. it's in London. Ah. In England, right? Another desert during the uh, Industrial Revolution. Uh, I was there, <laughs> so you might know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. 
Well, actually, it's very interesting. One day I was I wanted to show you if you would recall streets and buildings and things right. that are in the game because the maps of the cities are incredibly detailed. Super accurate. Mm -hmm. Yes, with structures, building, how they were looking. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. yeah if definitely. something is still around in there, you know. Yeah. Anyway, and besides this conspiracy, we have another one, which is Genetically modified babies that have been already born. Yeah, well, this is actually already, um, this is a real conspiracy, apparently. Um, and basically it goes along the lines of that um, there have already been genetically modified uh, children um, born. And it occurred in a um, trial or an experiment in the U.S. at the Institute for Reproductive Medicine and Science in New Jersey in 2002. And 30 children were born. Wow. And, yeah, 30 children. And the interesting thing about them was, and, uh, was that the children have DNA from three adults, mm -hmm. and they have been tested, and yeah. they have DNA from three from adults. three persons, yes. And basically, it's two women and one man. And basically, um, it, was an, it was an experiment to see if they could fix a problem with certain donors' uh, eggs where they had to basically replace some damaged genes. And they did that uh -huh. by getting the good gene from a a second, a second person, a donor's egg, mm -hmm. and inserting it in the first egg, and then, and the then fertilizing it. And the children were born, and they were tested afterwards. And yes, they the had the DNA fixed. of three people, right? which wow. is pretty strange. Mm -hmm. And um, and in fact, I can I can say, although this is not part of the conspiracy theory, that this technique has actually just been made legal in the UK. Really? Yeah. The thing why there's this idea of this being a conspiracy theory, these US children, was that the experiment, shall we say, was done in 2002, but it didn't... They were born in 2002, right? Yeah, but it didn't become public knowledge until 2012. But they were already 10 years old. They're teenagers now, right? It's like... How could you come to a teenager and say something in the news, eh? Sorry? You're genetically engineered. <laughs> Instead of, you're adopted, no? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> you're genetically engineered. <laughs> we, were, like, what? we were going to tell you were adopted, but we thought, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> yeah. You were just genetically engineered. Yeah. You were made in a test tube, but guess what? You get two inheritances or three or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And also, following on from that, that this whole idea that scares people to death about about um, genetically tailored children, there is a there is a Dutch embryologist called Jacques Cohen. He's regarded as a brilliant but controversial uh -huh. scientist. Yes, and uh, he is uh, on the record as saying um, that. Expertise available in 2002 was sufficient <laughs> to actually clone children. And that uh, he was quoted as saying that it would be an afternoon's work for one. for one of his students to do such a thing. And that uh, he 
had been approached by at least three individuals wishing to create a cloned child, but had turned them down. That was in 2002. So that was like nearly 15 years ago. So what has gone on since then? You're not, mm-hmm. you're not going to read about it, that's for sure. I don't think. No. So how about this next one? This, uh, I'll let you. Yes, message from God. Because back in 2013, the researchers from Harvard University... Oh, there was an announcement. Yes, there was an announcement. Yes. Announced that they found what appears to be a message from God. Yeah. And it's written inside the human genome. Yeah, in some junk bit, right? Yeah. Uh, In a little explored section of the non-coding DNA, a team top of uh, geneticists discovered a 22-word snippet of ancient Aramaic in which God confirms his existence and his role in creating life on earth. The stunning finding represents nearly irrefutable evidence of God's existence and his role in creating the process of evolution by natural selection. And what about the message? That's quite interesting there. The message... um... Yes. Hello, my children. This is... Yahweh. Yahweh. Which is the uh, uh, Jewish word. Yes. The one true Lord, you have found creation's secret. Now share it peacefully with the world. Now we'd like to say, wow. yeah, it's pretty, pretty out there, right? Yeah. Now I just like to say straight off, I'm always worried about press releases that use the words "top geneticists," but right? no names. <laughs> And in fact, this has been completely debunked. Debunked. It is a hoax. It's a hoax. And now, I would be more interested in if they were able to look at DNA and somewhere they actually just found a copyright notice, right? (laughs) (laughs) Made in China. (laughs) As we thought, right? Copyright, copyright, uh, you know. Whatever Alpha Centauri <laughs> manufacturing company, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was completely demonged. But uh, if you actually go on the internet, that is still going going around. Mm-hmm. And in fact, from time to time, it gets re uh, republished. So anyway, on, on to the last one, which I think is probably yeah related to the Anunnaki. If you're into this kind of stuff, uh-huh. have you yeah. heard of this stuff? Right? Yes, I yes. You not don't tell me you're a member of the. Uh, <laughs> no, I know you, you haven't got your tinfoil hat on today. But so. uh, I think it's very well known the work of actually of Zacharias teaching uh, yeah. about the Anunnaki. He actually has been. He makes a lots of apparitions also. He's in dead, the, of course. Yes, he, I mean he made apparitions. <laughs> yeah. Excuse my English. Uh, in the MUFON and the UFO conferences and so on, right. related to the Anunnaki. Right. And uh, in one of those books, uh, which is called Genesis Revisited, right. uh, he was uh, trying to demonstrate that there was in uh, ancient, town, ancient times mm-hmm. this extraterrestrial race that uh, made a genetic uh, uh, manipulated... Fiddled uh, about with mankind. With humans, with mankind. Yeah. For whatever reasons, yeah. I don't know. Non-commercial, yes. as far as we know. Uh-huh. Uh, some people are saying that uh, this has a link to the Nibiru planet, you know, the 12th planet, 
and that actually the, 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 they are the Anunnaki. The alleged 12th planet. Yes, that alleged 12th planet. Mm-hmm. The alleged. Uh, the one the lawyers calling. And that we were practically like slaves to them. Yeah. And w- that's why they were modifying us genetically to uh, adjust and adapt to the to their needs. Yeah. And uh, I was I was quite fascinated by the the belief that this planet. Nibiru, is it called? Yeah, uh-huh. or the but Planet it, X. Is planet X is the other one, right? Same thing. Apparently, it passes by the Earth every three and a half thousand years. Yes. Staggering that, you know, we've never seen it, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but apparently when it does scoot by, um, they, they, this race, the Anunnaki, kind of jump backwards and forwards yes. between planets and planet X and Earth as it's going by. Uh-huh. And yes. this all seems reasonable to people because I don't know. They're... That's why in the ancient um uh, what was Mesopotamia uh, Babylonian and like Sumerian Mesopotamia or yes, uh, were saying about the Lunaki. Gods that came from the sky, yeah. You know? yeah. and you can see the drawings, yeah. the I've wings, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, well, that's with the uh, planet X, Nibiru, genetically man- manipulated mankind, and that stuff. This stuff online just seems to have a life. Oh my god! If you search for planet Nibiru oh. on YouTube, you can go a full year watching different videos. You, can, you just watch till your eyes bleed. Right? Yes, yes, completely. Or your brain. You, you, you might even end up actually believing. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or your brain decides it's going to yeah. have a stroke to stop I, you watching I, it. I have even seen that some people take videos uh, on uh, at dawn where they can actually take uh, two sons and two, and they are calling that the next the other image is actually Nibiru that is crossing now near the sun and soon. Well, they have been saying since 2012 that. Soon it's going to appear in the sky, Nibiru, and you will see it. That's right. I read that, actually, and uh, <laughs> I thought, good grief. And well, with an X and with this planet. Well, if there are any people listening or that either are from Planet X or know somebody who is, uh-huh. we'd love to or hear from them. if right? you have been genetically modified. <laughs> if, yeah, why if, not? If you've been told. Yes, if you have been told by your parents that you were genetically modified. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Give us an email, (laughs) a message, and we can interview you through Skype. Yes, I think that would be... Why not? It would be interesting. I think we should. We're we're open for that. So, see you next week, Carl, with the science part of the DNA. Yes, hopefully it will be believable. Yes. My name is Rafael Ruiz. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Darkmind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved, Darkmind Radio 2016.